This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Let's read Exodus 34. Maybe we start from around verse 20. Exodus 34. We started talking about burning for service. That we should burn. <laughs> Not that you let fire burn you physically. But that Jesus said, you sent to John. John 5.35. He said it was a burning and shining light. I want to wear the face of Moses. So it was the burning. So John was a combination of two things. It was not only shining, it was burning. That was what his words had effect on the people. The Pharisees came in drones out of city to come and meet him. He was in the wilderness. And the Bible said they were coming to him from everywhere. Where, where is that? That was Luke chapter 1 or so. The last verse. Is it Luke or Mark? That says John was in the wilderness and they came to him from every quarter. Check Mark 1 last verse. I'm not sure. This made Jesus say in the book of Revelation that you are neither cold nor hot. I will spill you out of my mouth. He expects you to burn. And the way to burn is intimacy with God. Where the Bible says um, it was in, yes, that the last part of it. Yeah. The Bible says that in so much, Jesus could no more. He says this about John, but this is about Jesus. But the same thing about John. But was without in desert places. And they came to him from every quarter. Because fire attracts. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So Jesus gave a testimony of John. He said it was the burning and shining light. But want to look at what makes people to burn and shine. You cannot shine beyond how you burn in the place of prayer. Burning is in the secret place. Shining is in the open. As you burn, you shine. When you come to God's presence, there is a fire that is fired into your spirit. Exodus 34. Give me the part that says that Moses did not know that his face was shining when he was talking to God. Why you get it, just leave it there. Don't go to the next one. I go. Exodus 34. One of the verses says, Moses didn't know. Go to the last six verses. One of the, one of the last six verses. Towards the last six. Exodus 34. Go to 31. Verse 30. Okay. And when, you know, 29. Just go, go up a little. It came to pass when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets in his hand, it came that, that Moses wished not that the skin of his face shone while he talked with him. Mm. He did not even know that as he was talking with God, fire was burning his face and he started glowing and he didn't know. So, 2 Corinthians chapter 3. 
tells us that this experience is not limited to Moses. Second Corinthians 3, 18. Let's read together. Give us Second Corinthians 3. Hallelujah. But we all, <laughs> how many of us? I can tell how ought you are by looking at your devotion. And the Lord let me just speak for service about devotion. You see, that song we just said, stop missing prayers. When the conference is over, we talk about corporate lights. Light can come as we gather together. But the beginning of it is a private affair between you and God. There is a command we read in first service. In Leviticus 6.13, both 12 and 13, but it was specifically instructed in verse 13. But let's start from verse 12. Where the Bible says, the fire on the altar shall be burning in it. It shall not be put out. It shall not be put out. The priest shall burn wood on it every morning and lay the burnt offering order on it. It shall burn the the fat or peace offering. Now verse 13, very clear instruction. The fire shall ever be burning upon the altar. It shall never. God told Moses, tell the priest, there must not be a day. That fire must not die. If it dies, the priest dies. It must not. It must be kept in my presence. So tell the priest every day, pick wood and put it inside. It's a fire that must burn forever. This is expected of your daily devotion in the place of prayer that you burn every day. Depression, mental problem, discouragement, all these things, they attach themselves to men who are not thorough in the place of devotion. Take that from me. All those who are slaves, they pray Monday, Tuesday. Where is it? They watch Netflix, they forget to pray. Any attack that will come into your life, the first thing the attack will do is to attack your place of pray, prayer. Once you start skipping, skipping, you have left a hole in your armor. You have left a hole on your fence for the enemy to come in. Once you skip, pray today, pray the after, and turn the leave it or pray. So Moses was with God for 40 days. I said that daily devotion is what gives back to encounter. One day, Cornelius was in his house. He used to fast once every week. And he used to pray. Then he saw an angel. And the angel said, Cornelius, we have seen from heaven according to your record. On a particular day, every day you pray. So it was about that time that God visited Cornelius. You need more than devotion. But the devotion is the starting point of it. One day, on your personal altar like Gideon, the Almighty shows up. He can show up in form of a scripture, a revelation, but there comes a time as you keep standing in the place of prayer. One day something appears to you that is not normal. Something happens that changes your life forever. But it will not happen to those who miss, who do it unfastedly. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So Moses was calling and they were running away. But the Bible says with all of us with open faces, as in a mirror, we behold the face of God and we are transformed. The question is, we are transformed into the same image, talking about God, but who is God? Our God is a consuming fire. The more you behold him, the more of a consuming fire you become yourself. 
Hallelujah. Glory to your name. It gets to a time when you are talking, your children can tell that there is power in what you are saying. Even though you are not necessarily talking about Bible. So we left for service on their way to road Emmaus, on the road Emmaus, after resurrection. And then Jesus, that we then look Luke 24, verse 32. Then Jesus joined them. Two guys, they were in sorrow and they were talking. And Jesus said, what are you talking about? He said, ah, are you a stranger? Didn't you hear that they just crucified the prophet that we taught? And Jesus started sharing the word with them. Till they got to the house. When they got to the house, Jesus pretended as he was going away. They stopped him. Then he gave them bread and their eyes were open and he vanished out of their sight. Then one of them said in that verse 32, he said, no wonder. When he was talking to us, our heart was burning. That ability is in every Christian, but it comes out when you become a man of the altar. When you talk to people, there is a burning thing they feel. That means your word penetrates with power. I was in final year when I told my colleagues, they are telling you not to marry from another tribe. It's because you have never manifested the supernatural in your house. My two sisters are married to people from Edo. Who will say that? When you have not manifested the supernatural, there are some things on parents will still tell you. Is it your a father that is having stroke that you lay hands on that gets up? You are your boyfriend. You put your hand on it, gets up. You will now wake up and say, don't marry him. Or mom that says that we are broke and you stand at the center of your and say, mommy, I'm a prophet. Before 6 p.m. this evening, the 200,000 you need, I call it for to your account and it happens like that. And she tells that my friend is, you follow her to your friend's house, put your hand on the front, she gets well. Are you doing with your boyfriend? I you tell mommy and the friend that this is the person I want to marry. I am for that care. He is Chidoke. Oh, the anointing is good. But if they continue to see us as an ordinary person, they will continue to reject what you are proposing. somebody hear what I've just said? Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, I thank God. I never grew up hearing my parents talking bad of other tribe. They never mentioned it around us. So thank God for my parents. Um, I mean, my father, my father up to now is 77. He believes that well, there are bad people in every tribe and good people and his rights. Because I know people from the same village, married, and they've broken each other's head. They're from the same hometown. In fact, their family has opposed one another. No wonder their life is opposite. And when people want to be sentimental, they start quoting one Igbo man that married one Yoruba man. The marriage is not good. Talk about the Yoruba man from a village. He's saying they went. <laughs> Sorry if you are from that place. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. Are you with me? You know, people can be bound when they don't see light penetrating. One day in church, many years ago, a dear sister told me that they told her she was not married from a particular tribe. And as I thought she was talking, the father and the mother are separated. The father will pit the mom to stupor and they are from the same village. What shocked me was that it was the father didn't even mind her marrying from anywhere. It was the mom. Now so you do, go marry a man from your village who is killing you. Now you are telling your daughter to marry from the same village so that the man can kill her also. You know, to be blind in life is not good. She was a good mother. She just didn't see beyond that. Oh, dear Lord Jesus. We are with open faces. We are transformed. The more you interact with God, now, there are levels in God and we will begin to examine this. But just to say today, He expects you to burn. Ah, flies don't perch on a very hot plate. Why do we warm our food? He must recognize those who are hot. And it shows in your words. So Jesus said, John was a burning and shining. Don't only see to shine. Begin by burning. And you know what? It starts with the fire that does not burn, you can't burn someone else. It is as you burn in the place of devotion that when you speak also to others, there is a fire that goes forth from you. How do you pray? There is what I started with, maintaining a real schedule in the place of prayer. But there is something higher, which is, when you are not in that place of prayer, what do you pray? It's like you have an altar. Thank God that the altar is erected, but what sacrifice is on it? How do you pray? When you pray and you worship, how do you worship the place of prayer? So can I ask you a question? How hot is your daily devotion? Or how cold. You know, some people, the way they pray, they are lying down in the bed and shaking their legs. Half asleep, half awake, and they are praying. No. Uh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is somebody with me? The Bible said, Let your light so shine that men may see. go fully to the boy. I said, I told you three things affecting light. I said the intensity. Then how long the light can see. How clearly the light can see. And the third one is how well positioned the light is. If you remove this one up now and you put it down, you have reduced the visibility of the light or the ability to see. So that's why when they want to make a light effective, you mount a pole for it, it will see more. But if you put it on the floor, it's limited. Nothing is wrong with the capacity of the light, but there's a problem with the positioning of the light. Christians are having one of these three problems. Light that can't see too far. Or light that can't that can see far, but it's not clear enough. And the third one, 
is light that is clear but is wrongly positioned. This is why you can't just live anywhere. Let me end with Ephesians 1.13. Ladies that are here that are single, there's a kind of light you are operating by. If you carry it to a wrong man's house, you have started dimming the light yourself. Some people will dim your light. Some girls will dim your light as a guy. And some men will dim your light as a woman. Let me read something. In whom you trusted, where you believe, you are still with the Holy Ghost of promise. 14. 15. Wherefore, after end of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and the love unto all the saints. Verse 16. Cease not to pray. Give thanks and mention you my prayers. Seven thing. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ may give unto you everybody, please, loud and clear. Let's start reading verse 17 from 17 together. One, two, go. Verse 18. Stop. When your eyes of understanding and life, what, what happens next? You will know. Knowing at times is more powerful than hearing the voice. There are things God won't say anything. You will just know. Why? You are flooded with lights. So as you see the man, there's nothing wrong with him. But you know that this cannot be your husband. Even though he's the most faithful in the church, he appears to be spiritual, but you know everything looks good, but you know that I can't do this business. When they ask you why you cannot explain, but you just know. Abraham didn't know how he knew that those three men were not men, they were just they were angels. Others were passing by them. They didn't know that it was God and two angels. And, and it was not prayer time. Abraham sat outside and said, we're looking. People were passing. <sighs> no. These ones, because they were so ordinary that even when they gave them food, they ate it. They ate beef. And the, the teacher said we should not eat beef. If when God came down, it was beef, Abraham used to entertain him. And the Bible said, be ye imitators of God. Suya is good, brother. Can I hear amen? If they tell you not to eat beef, don't eat beef. But I'm just telling you. If you listen to the teacher, you won't eat anything. Something is wrong with all the good things in this world. And that is one of the anointing about life. When we're in school and we didn't have money, there was no problem eating anything, but we could not afford it. When you now have money, then they tell you that you cannot eat this. Call down your beef. Call down this one. Call down. <laughs> they wish I tell us to call down our lives. <laughs> Every wonderful drink, something is wrong with it. And the ones that are good for your body, according to them, are the bitter ones. I saw someone describing something on Facebook that when you fry egg, you fry it halfway. In in Aga, it shut down that pitch. And they said that when you fry with Goya oil, it's better than 
plantain with goya oil? <laughs> Is it to be anointed or to fill your stomach? I don't understand. Why you see all these things? I, I don't listen to them anymore because anytime you want that t-shirt, they tell you this. Uh, people have been told different things. You know, in America, the appeals about losing weight, they are, they are selling like, and it's all an illusion. Many times. Some of you men, you have tried. Those who have a bit of stomach, you have fasted. The guy is stubborn. And the one trying to get fat is eating everything. <laughs> is that the weight is reducing. I met a lady that she did everything possible. And of course, I have a living example here. She will forgive me after service. That's Sister Ese. Come, Sister Ese. <laughs> come, come, man. Now, I know she, she's my big, she will forgive me. She <laughs> when I was in 100 level, she was in 400 level. She's my big sister. <laughs> she was my brother's class. There was a time you wanted to add weight, man. <laughs> we grew up together in Abiyokuta. So I don't have anywhere. So I'm, I'm telling you. And she did. Let, let's not talk about what you did. <laughs> and some are sweating in gym. <laughs> They want to lose weight. After paying all people to exercise, at the end of the month, the stomach is still rock solid. <laughs> you know, <what> I'm <laughs> they showed like a cartoon a lady trying to lose weight. And when she was in the gym, they showed the weight. The weight came out and sat. I was taking you guts. I'll tell you that. When you are, when you are ready, let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. I watched this and she does the same thing in the office. Then she will say, Pastor, today somebody is celebrating birthday, so I will take coke today. I won't take coke tomorrow. I won't take coke. I said, Why are you bothering yourself? No, she tries to eat all these things. You combine leaves together. When we are not animals, leaves, leaves, leaves. I think the key thing is that she's seriously trying not to add weight. The key thing is moderation. Amen. God will help us. I promised myself many times I won't drink coke. But I might not eat for days, it doesn't matter, but I like coke. I won't drink. There was a time. When I'm fasting, I don't do that much again. But there was a time I will be doing seven days fasting without food. The only liquid I will still be taking will still be coke. And that's take just one. So that those days, after the seven days, I will be a little sick after the wedding. Then after some days, I will be well. Yeah. And as much as I was taking the one bottle per day or so, I never felt as if I did it for seven days. But then I've, not, I've reduced coke now. I still love coke. I might still drink one after service today. But just that I reduce maybe one in two days or three days before I could take. When I was in school, I could take bottles of bottles every day. Hallelujah. Amen. How, let, let me just say, how did Abraham know? 
that the eyes of your understanding be flooded with light. Can I tell you this? Kenneth Egan started praying this prayer every day. Then he started seeing Jesus and angels. We will start with this. I'm about to get into something very deep, but we cannot move in today. Why don't you see angels? They are all around. They operate in the higher lights. There is a light under which you see them. Like there are some microscopes you cannot see until certain lenses are given to you. There are certain colors you cannot see until you are given certain things. Everything God created. Because according to the Bible, light manifests everything. It's a promise from God's word that there's nothing that can hide from light. But it's a question of what kind of light. Some will escape some light, but there is no entity that a particular light cannot reveal. There's a light to function mind. If somebody is a witch, you will know. And I hope you know that witches come to church also. Yes, sir. <laughs> I remember one day. You know, I like saying that, look at your neighbor. <laughs> so one of the parents came to church one day. She waited after service. Say, sir, don't tell people to look into someone's eyes again, no. Ah, he said some eyes. <laughs> now, <laughs> I said, Mommy, so after that, she was the one that told me when they said, Pastor, come to your church. What he said, so I stood at the door. That he said somebody was coming. When the person got to the entrance, the person turned and entered with the back. And then so mommy, what does that mean? Now I said, Why are you in here? <laughs> so I said, Mommy, if the person lies, let him enter church with his stomach. It doesn't make a difference. Greater is he that is in us. Those who don't burn are the ones who suspect everybody. You are even afraid of girls that are yellow. You wear things. Once somebody is fair and beautiful, inside your heart. <laughs> Why growing up, I tell you, but I told my parents, all five young girls, six, seven, fair God, they were all emirates, according to their prophets. And they will use this thing white cloth that they used to tie to beat the spirit when they beat you the spirit will leave nothing leaves but by the time you are thoroughly beaten you will confess who you are not <laughs> hallelujah are you are you with me Things that about God. Let, let me know. Are you following it? They beat my friends, younger ones like that. Three of them. And they began to confess that they were having a meeting. So they said, Where? He said, Kitchen. That one said, City room. That one said, Mention. And because they were little children. And the father was there. And after the second round of flogging, then the woman that was standing by the father started noticing that. They said that the three of them are witches and are together. So you mean, are they from three different kingdoms? That one is in the kitchen, that's where they meet. One city room, one. And for the fact, the man started thinking to that. Maybe these kids are just saying. When after going away, she was telling me, the trauma was still there. They were beating. What well, the Bible didn't even say you should beat a possessed person. Cast out the spirit, that's all. 
lights manifest everything. Lift up your right hand. Say, Father, cause my eyes of understanding to be flooded with lights. Anywhere I go, everywhere I go this way, let me see what you are doing and cooperate with you. Let me also know what the enemy is trying to do so that I can escape. Say loud amen to the prayer. Let's rise. Hallelujah. Lights. Lights. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We give you praise, Jesus. We love you. We worship you. What I have told you about devotion, you will start getting used to God's voice by yourself when you are very thorough in the place of devotion. Never rush out of the place. Start with what your energy can carry. If you want to start with 20 minutes, just make sure that 20 minutes phone out. First service, the Lord told me to emphasize that. That was all I told them. Say, so it might not sound like a sweet message. I pray free flow, but sometimes God starts just talking about just normal things they call them. Phone out. Distractions out. This 20 minutes is me and my Heavenly Father. Do it every day. After a while, there is this, uh, this man of God. He's also a medical doctor. He said when he was in Uniben studying medicine, he decided to start praying in tongues for one hour every night. His father is quite, quite rich. And he said, sincerely, initially it was tough. It looked like we we'll look at time. Like, in just 10 minutes. After what would have looked like two hours. Then, then, then it's always like that when you first start praying. If you ask me to pray in tongues for one hour now, I mean, that is too short a time for me. I wonder when one hour will pass. But there was a time, see, you have to be. I started praying in tongues for two hours every day from when I was secondary school. You have to train yourself and train yourself till you get. But that I will tell myself, I say, I won't leave this place until one hour passes. I will not leave. Because it starts with determination. Then later, it becomes a desire. Then later, it becomes a delight. It's always like that. After a while, you don't want to stop. Even the security people can testify at times. I'm in the office. I'm going home. I'll put my bag inside the car. And I just feel like strolling around the compound for two minutes to pray. The next thing, my bag has been inside the car for two hours and I'm still praying in tongues at the front here. Sometimes I'm going home 8 o'clock in the evening and the next thing I'm checking time is 10 o'clock and I'm standing by the car there, not moving, just praying in tongues. It has become part of me. I don't think I can even walk from here to the back and not quickly mutter something in tongues. So he said, but he decided. So after a while, the thing stabilized, it just sort of stabilized and then it was every night. And he said one night. So they are, occasionally the housemaid will come and knock the door. Now, but that you want to eat, and he wouldn't answer. That night, he just heard the knock. Somebody just opened the door. So he felt towards the gate. He said, ah, won't you even knock? He just saw this bee 
fire beaming through him. And he said, I have just come from the presence of the Father. And the Father said, I should tell you this. He fired some three, four spiritual gifts into his life from that day. And the day he was talking, we saw a display of that power. Even as a doctor. What are we missing in not being consistent? What I have just told you, I am warning. I'm adding a warning to it. When Satan sees that you want to get it right, one morning like that, it will be your mom said, I will call you emergency. When you go out there, there's no emergency. But you have been deterred. It happens a lot. The first rule, separate what is urgent from what is important. That something is urgent does not mean it's important. This is why some wise people pray in the middle of the night. That time nobody will likely call you. Once Satan notices that you are getting serious about it, he can see he functions under his satellite because he himself is an angel of light. So there's a measure of light he sees through. That you are beginning to build a mighty edifice in the spirits. He will come and shake it. One morning like that, you can change your job and they change your schedule. If your schedule changes, you can change prayer time, but be consistent. Okay, now, the woman to be reported, okay, I'll be praying in the night. But that daily devotion must not stop. I get what I'm saying. Even if you are not feeling fine, pray. It might look like ordinary man. Like you don't know what the enemy is planning. As long as you can sit down, even shivering, it might not be as intense as you would have prayed normally, but pray. Maintain that time. You are shaking. Endic pain. Father, I thank you. Just manage and pray. A friend of mine is in America now. In this Lagos, just before he went, he became very sick and they carried him to uh, loot. No, the, the, the private hospital for he now told them to move him to loot. In the hospital, he said in the night he was praying, even though he was vomiting, he was praying on the bed, and a particular nurse was coming. He said he saw maybe a head move instead of a normal head, chicken head. He screamed from the bed, "Don't let her touch me!" And when he said that, the way the woman shook. Every other person in the knew that there was something about that woman truly. And said, please carry me out of this place. Because he was a very rich guy. He said, carry me out of this place. I'm out. Then they went to lose. Somebody would have just taken his life there. In this church, we are word of faith. I know that there is extremes and all kinds of funny teachings on demon, demons and everything in Africa. But don't make no mistake about it. Wicked people are real. And the world we live in is a wicked world. This is why you must be guided. Hallelujah. It's not everybody that is happy that you are happy. We don't go around looking for any man praying that they should doubt us. We don't, we don't do that. But wherever you live, guide yourself with the word of God. It's not an innocent word. Is somebody blessed this morning? Hallelujah. Lift up your hands and give God praise. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus.
All glory to your name. All glory to your name. All glory to your name. Blessed be your name, Jesus. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Hallelujah. 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 In Jesus' name. Amen. The the see everything has a cause. Uh, I'm, I'm happy that um, I can I can say this. Have you? I'm happy that so this is going to UK with me. Pastor Joshua is going with me. See for a while, for a long while, Pastor Joshua has worked in many multinational, and yeah, they just refused to give him visa to UK or to America. The last time. And I went to a particular embassy and they gave me 10 years. So when I was coming, so I forgot my passport in the bag. So in the office, immediately I remembered I didn't draw my passport and now I, I just told my bag, what's my passport doing here? I said, that means God wants me to do something with it. So I called and I called him. I said, look, they just gave me 10 years. Hold this passport in your hand. I said, just hold it for five minutes, two of you. And I said, give it back to me. Go and apply the next time. Nobody's going to refuse you again. And that was what happened. Is another family is watching me now in the city where he is. He actually placed the same thing happened with him. That same day, I went to the city. I traveled out of Lagos and I saw that the pastor was still with me. And I told him because himself, he has tried several and his wife to leave the country. And I told the family to hold it. The next time I was going to go to the city, which was about six weeks after or so, or eight weeks after, the whole family, one of the European countries, full stuff, not even just visiting visa to come there, and it's leaving February, but the wife left December. If there is something blocking the person's way, there is a reason. Many times it's the enemy. Once in a while it can be God, like he blocked Balaam. If it is God, it's not of wickedness. It's out of the father. Daughter, there is danger. If we don't let you understand, so before we let you pass, when you pass, you are going to get into trouble. If it is Satan, it's to stop every good thing and stop it. Check very well. And every family, if the first part to build the house, maybe your parents at a 60. Something that can be an attendant until you are almost 60 or so, you just don't build. They enjoy people moving in the same. And it's actually when somebody has broken through. If you are from a lineage of professors, father professor, mother professor, to, do it, to get to master's level will not really be a problem. Once you have broken through a realm, it's like you become the first fruit. It's very easy for those who are coming from behind if they are serious minded to break the same thing. But if nobody breaks, everybody stays at a level. So there can be family upon family that they will just do well a little but nobody shoots out. And that is the case of many families. Uh, salary, job, but there's nobody with a significant name in the lineage. But God said to Abraham that I will make your name great. It's part of Abraham's blessing. And in Jesus' name, may that rest on everybody here. May you reach where God has planned that you should reach. And not be one step behind it. In Jesus' name.
you will watch God lift your children. Amen. It will keep you in the house. Amen. If there is any cancer, any disease waiting in the future, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, it is not your portion. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Give God praise. Let's be offering this morning. Father, thank you for opportunity to give. Please start with me as we give. If you want to do a transfer, the account on the screen. And if you want to write a check out, Son of David. God bless you. Oh, maybe you should stop giving old notes. <laughs> old notes ends today. Hallelujah. You know the funny thing? Banks are not releasing this money. Let me not start on Nigeria today. One day in Jesus' name, so I was able to live anywhere in the world, but we chose to stay here, and I'm not traveling anywhere for I'm praying. Our nation, righteousness will take over. Nigeria will not sink. Rather, wickedness will sink in this country. They are reserving it for some people. You know the people I'm talking about. Those are the people collecting all the, all the money. Uh, you will say that after the whatever, new notes will be all over everywhere. It is well. All this night we have prayed for the nation we've spoken. May the Lord himself show Nigeria that he is Lord. Amen. I don't have any candidate. I'm not supporting anybody. A pastor should not be partisan. My declaration as a pastor is just that, Lord, you know the heart of all men. In your name, please. For the sake of people who are suffering and the good people in this nation, save our nation. Amen. Let the mantle go to anyone you know in your heart as the Almighty who knows everything. Let the mantle go to the one who means well. I know genuinely we help people all over the world, all over the nation. Muslim, Christian, regardless of a person that will lead the nation the right way, Lord, that is the person, whoever you know. And anyone that has a wicked plan, let their plans, let them perish in their own plan. Amen. I didn't speak against anybody. I don't belong to anybody. I don't have candidates. You have freedom to follow your heart. Follow anybody you feel like voting for. Just make sure your reasons are noble and you know why you are doing what you are doing. I believe as an adult and as a Christian, you have your independent mind. Once you vote out of your conscience and you know what you are doing, you can be... People might not like your candidates, but if it's from your conscience, you have your reason. Your reason is not money motivated or, any, or tribe or anything. Then you can't be wrong. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.